Leadership is not about barking orders and solving problems. It's about connecting with the people that you lead. In this episode of The Leadership Hustle, we'll talk about empathetic leadership and how it's misunderstood and what to do about it. Hello, and welcome to The Leadership Hustle for executives whose companies are growing fast and need leaders who are ready. On just a recent episode, we talked quite a bit about emotional intelligence and how almost every coaching session we have is related to emotional intelligence. And just recently I was working with uh, a leader and I was talking to him about, you know, you need to have more empathy. You're so logical that you need to have more empathy. And he looked at me and he was like, you're just wanting me to feel sorry for them. I'm like, whoa, 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 time out, time out. And so I think one of the things that I, I love about this topic is that one, it's kind of easy to, to um, bring up in the fact that people confuse empathy, sympathy, compassion. They like, they're, they're intermixed as, they, as if they're the same word and have the same meaning. And they don't. And so as um, I was explaining to this, to this gentleman, I said, you know, this isn't about feeling sorry for them. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't about, you know, you know, the sympathy that comes along with it that what we're really looking for is at least at a minimum is having empathy. And, and to what degree do we talk about compassion? So, so for our audience, Michelle, why don't we just talk about what's the difference between the three? You know, and, and just like layman's vernacular, like what, how would you define the three of those? Well, obviously sympathy is feeling sorry yeah. um, for him. Uh, empathy, and it all depends on whose research you look at. Um, some research now is showing em- compassion is the last stage of empathy. Mm-hmm. But the real piece of empathy is it's going to be the emotional and the cognitive side of things. It's, it's recognizing. It's, it's having awareness of the people around you and how they're feeling, um, but then diving deeper in to understand how it's, it's perspective taking, like how they feel about something. Trying to understand or feel with them yes, what's going on. Yes, and but it, which we'll dive into. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, and then that last part uh, is compassion. And compassion, really what we're looking at is um, doing something for them to help them, right? Uh, whatever it is we're trying to, they're trying to accomplish, what is it that we can do for them that's going to help them along the way? Right. So. Does it mean you have to do something Not for physical. Them? Right. It doesn't have to be that you have to, you know, do the dishes for them unless you're, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But but the idea is, you know, just at a minimum, what we're looking for, especially in this conversation, is being aware that the other person is feeling something and then deciding what, if anything, could you or should you do to help them move along to remedy the situation or to make things better? Well, and that, that, that middle is actually inquiring. Right. Because when we think about, um, I notice, I, I know you're off. There's just something not right. Or, right. but I also know there's something going on personally, right? I can make all of these assumptions in the world of, oh, you're just, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're tired from having to help a person, a family member, or whatever it is, right? Right. And then, but even worse, I'm not looking through your lens. I'm looking through my own lens. So I think I understand what's going on, but I really don't. I just understand that there's a situation um, and how I would view it, right. yeah, which isn't the same. So let's let's talk. Let's pull that back a little bit. So as we talk about this power of being an empathetic leader, it's one, recognizing that other people are going to be going through different emotions and have different feelings related to circumstances than maybe what you are. And yet, 
one of the things that we understand through our research is if I have been through something similar, that we equate the emotion that I went through to the way this other person is going through. Yes. So what's our advice to listeners when it's like, to not say that. Please don't do that. <laughs> do not. Stop talking. Less is more. Um, I'm not for sure how often to say that. Less is more. No, we can't. We cannot. The lenses in, in our life experiences, our biases, I mean, everything that's, that's going on in our brain are these filters that are, we're viewing a, that key situation through all of our things, not them, not right. their experiences. It kind of, it, it, it's very similar to you've got something that you're really good at and you're teaching someone to get good at it and you're frustrated because they're just not getting it. Right. Well, that gets in the way of empathy, obviously, um, because we forget how difficult it is when we first started it, right? right. Um, and so we're looking at it through a different lens. No matter what, you go through a situation, I go through the same situation, it's never the same. We both lose a pet, it's never the same never how that feels um, because I'm gonna feel differently than you're gonna feel. Right, and so let's add the layer so many of you have recognized that we talk a lot about personality assessment and DISC. Well, Michelle and I have very similar DISC personalities according to the assessment. And yet we do things very differently, very differently. under the same circumstances. But one could assume, and so this yeah. is how she's gonna react to this. This is how she's gonna say that. This is how, you know, when she does that, this is what she means. And it's like, they're all assumptions. They're all assumptions. They're all assumptions. And so for those of you that have heard us speak before or been into any of our classes, we talk about these key moments where an event happens and we filter it through our life experiences, through who we our just goals, talked to recently, I mean, just, yes. what we heard, uh, you know, what we just listened to, who how we just feeling, talked to. How we're feeling. If how I'm not feeling well that day exactly. versus I'm on three Red Bulls. I mean, <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> So, so then we tell ourselves a story based upon what we believe, based upon all that yes, noise thanks. that's yes. in our heads, that, that that becomes the bias. So rather than believe that story, let's, let's take our empathy to a step where it's, let's, let's inquire. Inquire, it's, it's ask questions, it's be curious and do not say, I understand, or oh, I've yeah. been there before, I had this exact same situation, or whatever. It's more about, I can imagine that's frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine that's frustrating. Tell me more about, or what if, it's asking those safe, open-ended questions that don't come across. When you ask the who, and sometimes even the how, people might not feel as safe. A little you feel more a, interrogative. Yes, yes. Um, versus the what's. The what can be very safe, or tell me more, or you know, give me an example, or just how you doing right now, you know, right, in, in that right. scenario. Um, but you have to be aware, the person- That's the first stage. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the person has to be aware that something could be going on. Correct. So are you paying attention to that person's body language? Are you thinking about the things you know that could be affecting? Are yeah. you getting to know them? So I, I guess when we go kind of just stepping back for a moment okay. for the audience, um, when we think about empathy, a lot of the research that's been moving forward recently is focusing on three steps. Okay. First step is gonna be 
um, the emotional, but it's one, your emotions, but recognizing others. So on the previous episode, we talked about emotional intelligence, yep. right? But it's, it's recognizing, what do I know about this individual? Um, does this seem off on, you know, is there something there going on? But we have to be present. We have to be paying attention, not just to the words they're saying or how they're saying the words, but their facial expressions, their body language, their tone. It's like the whole picture, right? Their reaction to something. Yes. yes. So when we have our phones in front of our face or we're responding to, a, you know, we have something on a computer screen, we're not, we're missing stuff. Right. And as, you know, managers, leaders in organizations, we've got to be present. We've got to be paying attention. And that's not just the people that are in our in-group who we favor. It's the people everywhere around us, right? That second gets into what we were just diving into. It's that recognizing it's natural for us to tr think we understand because we, we're trying, but we really don't because again, we can't. We can't. So instead of trying to make assumptions and believe those assumptions, it's more along inquiry. Let's ask open-ended questions so we can gauge how are they doing or really, are they, you know, I may make again an assumption that you're upset about X, but in all reality, you're just tired. Right, right. The, the ex didn't bother you at all. No, not at all. Right. Or, um, or just, you just let that go. How many people do we know that have RBF? Yes. Right. And yes. so we, and if that, you keep asking them over and over again, they get really frustrated. Correct. And so just because there's a flat affect or you know, their facial expression <laughs> yes. is just resting, yes. that that maybe you can check in, but let's not overdo it. Right. Correct. Well, I mean, it, it's very similar to when we have our meetings and you're thinking. Right. Us in the group gave you feedback that it feels like you don't agree and really you're just thinking. And but that was our perspective until we actually had the conversation. Right. But it was a conversation. We had to ask some questions. We had to, you know, get that put that elephant on the table and talk about it. Yeah. And until then, now we're just like, well, let's let her think. <laughs> let me think. I just let's just let her think for a process. moment, you know. Um, but it's that inquiry. And then the third gets into what we would refer to as compassion, you know, taking action, though. And Again, another not to do is don't ask them, what can I do for you? Because if they really are stressed, there's, they're in that threat mode, right? And they have no freaking clue what you can do for them at that very moment. If anything, now you're just adding more work for them to think about, well, how can Andrew help me? Um, that's now one, that's one more thing, right? Yeah. yeah, extra pressure. Do not ask that question. And everyone feels that's a safe question. It really isn't. Uh, the, the safer questions are, you've asked questions. It, it's gonna be, you know, hey, have you thought about, I've got a few ideas that I, if I was, you know, kind of dealing with what you're dealing with, I might try this, this, or this. Or I know some other people that this has really helped them. It's giving them simple suggestions and then give them autonomy. Let them make a decision because no matter if we're two years old, I always say this, or 80 years old, people want to make their choices. They want, they want freedom, freedom to make decisions. And you know, giving them some suggestions and then asking them, you know, hey, what have you decided on what you're gonna do? Is there, now maybe at that point, is there anything I can help you with now that they've thought through it, right? right. Um, and encourage them. And that's where it really swings into though, ideas. Don't ask them for ideas. You're giving them some ideas. Here's a couple of suggestions. If you hadn't thought about, or if you've, after you've had some time to think about it and you want to talk about it, talk through some ideas, I'm available. Correct. Let me know how I can, you know, then we can, let me know when is a good time to talk. Yes. On your, your, it's your schedule and Correct. we can, we can manage it from that yes. perspective. But when you think about why, you know, having empathy for our team members, our employees, the people around us, um, there's a, again a lot of research that's happening and what they're finding with that research is I mean clearly they're finding you know it, people are feeling like they belong people are feeling like you mm -hmm. care about them um, that's 
creating a place that people want to stay. That's creating the psychological safety. When right. you create psychological safety, people are going to speak up. They're going to give you ideas. They're going to, you know, even think like, I like to think about it, but think like an owner at times, right? Where they're thinking on problem solving versus just waiting to be told, right. kind of. They're going to care about what it is you guys are working on. I mean, there's a long, long list of why it's important. It's, it's just something that we all can get better at. It is one of those things that, isn't always natural for everyone. Right, for uh, sure. And it's learning, developing your self-awareness, it's asking really good, safe, open-ended questions, and then it's making some, um, some suggestions. You know, as we, as we tie this up a little bit, the amount of, of leaders who say they want to be empathetic, um, overdo it with the sympathy. Yes. Right? Then oh, there yes. is, you know, there's the empathy of, trying to feel with you. So just inquiring, you know, what's going on? Um, is there anything that, not is there anything that we can do, but what are some suggestions and things like that? But there are degrees of need for empathy. You know, for everything from, I have this brand new job and I don't know what to do day one, or I don't know who to trust, or yeah. we're going through some major change in some mm -hmm. big event. And now it's like, I don't know I don't have my sea legs yet, and I'm I'm scared that I'm going to disappoint people or I'm going to fail. To empathy of the kid was awake all night last night. I didn't get a lot of sleep. You know, I was <laughs> up all night, right? And so many of us may have felt that same, but we don't have all the same of and my spouse wasn't home or and 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 and, and it's like whatever those circumstances are, we don't understand. There's there's a continuum of the degrees to which a person um, needs our empathy and to what degree they need our compassion. They may not want our help. Correct. They may give me a day, I'll get it figured out. Mm -hmm. If they know you're available, that, they're, that you're there to support them, if they're there, that we're there to listen, we're there to brainstorm, we're there to simply understand I'm a parent, I'm a worker, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm all that all right these. now, and it's landing in the perfect storm. All right. Do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me help in whatever way I can. Appreciate the fact that they told you, right? That's yes. bringing up those That's psychological safety. Yes. That, 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 that as well. So, you know, we don't want to make this a, a big deal. Um, in a way where we spend a lot of time talking about it, but it is, it is a, a very deal. specific big deal when it relates to the emotional intelligence. And so that's why we wanted to give its, ex its own episode, Yes, because the power of being empathetic, not sympathetic, sympathy has its own space and, and place, right? But to be empathetic and have and demonstrate compassion is probably one of our greatest gifts because that tells us how much more emotional intelligent we are then and, and we can we can always improve on emotional yes. intelligence yes so if you're looking for more information related to empathy and emotional intelligence check us out on our website at ravellagroup.com and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode